Oh, Lord, things got wild this week. The drama will never end. And is there a conspiracy theory afoot? <gasps> Let's dive into the fallout. And welcome to the Fallout TV, where we are your number one source for the Fallout of the Boulay Brothers Dragula Season 4, Episode 3. I'm Logan Boulay. I am Jordan Boulay. I don't know. Yes! I love it. <laughs> oh boy, Jordan. <laughs> Formerly known as Drakmorta. Yes, formerly known as you are Drakmorta, I am Swanthula. I finally got it, because you're the tall one. But I noticed oh something in this episode. I don't hmm. this was the first time I noticed it. But there's subtle differences in their outfits lately. We will talk about it. I clocked it too. I was like, in the intro especially, I was like, they're not wearing the same outfit. They're not wearing the same outfit. What is happening? I mean, it was the same outfit, but it wasn't the same outfit. No, it wasn't. One of them had the fringe up here, and the other one had the fringe on her arms, and I was like, what is this? I figure one of them is probably a vintage, like, leather jacket. And so there's only one of them, so the other one has to look like similar but different. We'll talk about the boulets this episode. They were not doing the typical boulet things and I was confused and also excited about it. Yeah, and like, one of the wigs was like lighter in front. We will talk about the wigs. The, the wigs are ex the wigs were exactly what I clocked. And also the looks on the on the floor show stage were not the same, though they tried to make them the same. It's interesting. We'll dive into it. Um, and we'll dive into the rest of the Weird Wild West episode of the Bully Brothers Dracula. But before we do that, if you're watching with us on YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, make sure to subscribe, follow, like, comment, and share. And if you're listening to us wherever fine podcasts can be listened to, make sure you're also giving us a like and a follow, comment, and share, because we are the only podcast in the world Talking about Dracula uglies. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm getting there. I'll get there. I need to do some real, like, line work. But the one I'm impersonating, funnily enough, is Drac. So, I really have to... 
learn how Swan talks because she has this like elongated like manner in which she speaks. So I'll I'll learn how to do some Swan. Um, but what you should do is follow us on Twitter, especially at the Fallout TV, for all of the most up to date Fallout TV news. And all of our social media links, audio podcasts, and visual podcasts are available on our link tree, available in the description or on screen right now. Uh, so go check that out. Um, so we start this episode with a Wild West intro moment. And yet they had to do everything... Like, I understand it's probably a COVID thing, but I wish it would have been on location. Because I know they like to do these these sort of challenges on location. Will we be going back to on location? This season, I don't think so. Because I want to say this was filmed sometime last year. So, but I mean, I would hope so, but they're fighting over who's going to go get some dinner. Uh, Swan accidentally shoots Israel. And I was like, no, we're not Israel. Uh, he's too hot. He was just mad that she had to go get dinner. Mm-hmm. And I want to note, when Drac walks off, she goes, here, piggy, piggy, piggy. We'll talk about it. Foreshadowing. Anyway. We go, we're back in the boudoir. Uh, everyone is talking about Astrid and Bitter. Hosa was obviously like, well, I'm biased. I hope Astrid comes back. And there's a lot of talk about like Astrid showing like fire and passion as opposed to Bitter kind of being in her head about the whole situation that happened with the bottom two. And while I understand Hoso's sentiment, I still don't necessarily think that was, it was passionate, but I honestly, I found myself agreeing with Zava. What? I know, I found myself agreeing with Zava. I found myself agreeing with Bitter this episode. I was like, oh no. I don't know what's happening to me. Kids, she's drinking the Kool-Aid. Am I coming around on Bitter? No, I never will. But I can respect her drag. Um, we'll talk about it. I respected the hell out of her drag this episode. Um, even though she invalidates me as a human, but whatever. Um, <laughs> it's fine. Um, and then Zava and Mary start fighting for almost no reason. We'll talk about it. Like, it continues on. Girly. It was 
I was so confused. I'm still confused, and I watched this right when it came out. I'm so confused, and I've watched this three times. But uh, Miss Bitter comes back into the boudoir. She's like, I'm here. I'm fighting for, her, quote, big-tittied trans people, which I love. I personally love a big-tittied trans woman. I know a few. Mm. Well, I had her. But, but I feel that. <laughs> but Bitter and Hoso have a conversation where Hoso's like, obviously I'm happy you're here because you're representing a lot of people that haven't been represented. But I'm biased. I wanted Astrid to come back because she showed a lot of passion and you were like in your head and second guessing yourself. And Bitter fully is like, yeah, I was. And like, I understand that. And I- No, I'm not. Really? What? No. We'll talk about it. Now she it. wasn't. She did. We've seen a different better Betty this season episode. We did, we did. I also appreciate that like, she's enough of a, like an adult and like a professional to be like, I understand your reasoning. I don't take it personally. Like, I got it. Um, I don't think I don't think I'm coming around on liking better. I think I can respect her as a competitor on this television show and what she's bringing to the table. I think that's where I'm at. But fundamentally, as a human, I will never agree with her, and I will not support her in that regard. But I can respect her her drag and her performance ability and all that. I think that's where I'm at with her. And I'm coming around on Zava. We'll talk about it. Like, it, this episode changed a lot of things for me. But yeah. we go to the main stage. The boulets are there. We haven't talked about this video message look. Um, The red with the, like... The red, I like it. It's cute. I mean, the boulets always give solid fashion. I would say, except honestly, except for this episode. Fair. We'll talk about it. Um, but we find out that the floor show challenge for the week is the weird Wild West, and that the monsters have to create a look based on the theme of Weird Wild West, meeting Western tropes with horror and science fiction elements. Um, I, you know, they've done this sort of challenge a few times before, and I I love it. Yeah. On location, though. Yes. I immediately think of... There's two specific references, and one of them makes sense, and one of them doesn't really make sense, because I think she actually got exterminated in this look. But I think of Vander with the skull, with the, like, skull face and the skeleton moment from season one, mm -hmm. and I think immediately of Kendra Onyx and the rats from season two. 
No, she didn't get exterminated in that look. Um, she who shall not be named got exterminated in that episode. As soon as the other seasons are on Shudder, I'm going to go back and watch all of them because I've missed Dragula. Um, I miss the chaos of Meatball. Oh, I love Meatball. I need her Dragula contract to be up so she can be on season 15. That's what I want. Well, I'm sure it's not as extensive as... No, I, it actually begs the question, do you think Meatball would ever do Drag Race? I don't think she's ever spoken about it. Or actually, I'll, I'll broaden the question. Do you think any of the Dragula girls would do Drag Race? Now that we've had the first crossover with Jade, do you think anyone would cross back the other way? Maybe? I can think of a few. The one, the one name coming to mind for me is Melissa B. Fierce. Okay, yeah, yeah. I could With also see Hatter. A I was gonna say Madeline Hatter. I feel like is another one that could make the transition. I think Meatball would do exceptional on Drag Race. I think Meatball could win Drag Race, point blank. Um, who else? Um, though she is kind of in the more horror realm, I could see Victoria Elizabeth Black or Dahlia Black, actually, for that, for that much. I could see either one of them doing well on Drag Race. Hmm. But I don't know. Is there anyone else that comes to mind for you? Not off the top of my head. Those are the only ones for me. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll see it. Now that we've had Jade crossover, maybe we'll see more Drag Race girls go to Dragula, more Dragula, some Dragula girls go to Drag Race. Who knows? The world um, is our oyster. As long as you're not under contract. Um, so we go back to the boudoir. We have the challenge. And Mary is mad at being safe. And I'm like, girl, you really should be. You should be thinking your lucky stars you're safe. <laughs> right. Like, Sis, you want to go into that bottom? I think she's, I think she's a great television character. And I think she is probably a great drag queen. She is a great drag queen. The looks we've seen from her are not bad. Not For me, neither, neither one of them have been at the top of the game when it comes to Jagula for me. Um, but Mary's upset about being safe. And then we get this emotional moment with Zava talking about 
her sister passing again, talking about her mom. Um, and Zava and Bitter have a really emotional moment. And I thought this was really good. I was surprised. I mean, we had to have the emotional arc. So I'm, I'm glad we're getting it. Um, I feel like because of this, I wouldn't be surprised if we, uh, if we see more of Zava. Like if she sticks around for a while. Mm -hmm. Which honestly, we'll talk about her look this week, but uh, if she keeps serving this level of drag, I'm on board with her saying. Mm -hmm. But we also see on the next day when they're getting ready, Mary is just going to keep talking about herself. Oh, Mary. Mary's going to marry. And honestly, it's producing entertaining television. So I'm here for it. I hope she doesn't make it super far, but... Indeed. Yeah. So we go to the floor show with special guests. Floor show? Come on, Trixie Mattel. Come on, Orville Peck. I should have expected it, and I really didn't, and I knew that both of them were guest judges this season. And I really didn't expect it and was pleasantly surprised by both of them. And we'll talk about it. I thought they were both amazing guest judges. They added a lot of good input. I, if this is indication of how Trixie is going to do on Queens of the Universe, then I'm very excited. So, um, shall we floor show? I'm excited to talk about Queens of the Universe. I'm really excited about that. But, yes, so Weird Wild West... Uh, what would you have done for Weird Wild West, Jordan? I don't know. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I honestly, I would have done pretty much what Hoso did. Like, I would have done a cactus, probably. Um, but first up is Miss Bitter Betty. I'm going to call her by her full name today because you know what? She did great. This is phenomenal. We love her. Terminator slash Best Little Horror House crossover. We love, um, I need. we love a big titty robot. Um, 
The thing for me, I will 100% agree with Trixie. I think if there was some sort of prosthetic, like, mechanical piece instead of just the silver makeup, I think that would have sold me a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. But I think with what she had and what she showed, I think she did a great job. Yeah, I wasn't mad at it. For me, it was my, I would say my third favorite. Ooh, okay. Yeah, this was like third for me. Was this the favorite? This, I, you know what? I'm going to sound like a broken record and I'm so sorry. I'm not biased. I, again, I think Dolly should have won the fucking challenge. Yeah, this was sensational. This was incredible. And I'm fearing that they brought Dolly back just to give them like high placements every week and not have them win, which is exactly what happened on season two. Yeah, yeah, I could see it. So like, I'm really, I'm really afraid that they're gonna do the same thing to to them again. But like, this is everything I could have ever wanted. Alien Bounty Hunter, fucking perfect. Did I skip one? No, next I believe is Hoso. Okay, I was worried I overclicked. Well, no, because now alphabetically, because we got rid of Astrid, alphabetically, Betty is now first. Mm-hmm. So, I fucking love what Hoso did. I fucking love this. Come on, cactus. She's a cactus. With guns. She's a cactus with guns. And I'm not going to lie, I probably would have done a saguaro cactus with guns. Okay. Like, that's probably what I would have done. Either that or, like, if there's some way to, like, do, like, a tumbleweed. I literally was going to be like, what about a tumbleweed? Uh, If there's a way to turn yourself into a tumbleweed, like, tumbleweed, but make it spooky, but make it fashion. That would be a cute little concept as well. Roll roll onto the floor show as a tumbleweed. 100%. I don't know how to do a a summer, or um, what is that? A somersault? Is that what it's (laughs) called? I'm having a blonde moment. Like the roll. I would fully roll onto stage. And then I would roll down the stage. And then I would terminate her. Tumbleweed into Terminator or into Transformer. You could use like roller skates or something. Not like that godforsaken roller skating challenge on season eight of Drag Race. We saw how that went. I can't roller skate. I would do just as well as Bob did. And Bob didn't do well. But no, I thought this was I thought this was really good from uh, from Hoso. For me, I would have put Hoso in the top. Okay. 
So next is Jade. I thought this was good. But again, like, she's just similar to how she did on Drag Race. She's falling middle of the pack every week. Yeah. Like, while I think her look last week, or in the in the beach party, I think for me that should have been, she should have been in the top for that. I... I think I would have, I, I think I agree. I would have put this solidly safe. It wasn't bad by any means, but it wasn't blow me away either. I don't know what it is. I feel like, I don't know. And it might just be her aesthetic mixed with like drag filth horror glamour. Like, I really like everything that Jade has presented. It's just, unfortunately, she's on a season. And we'll talk about um, Coco here in a second. I feel like, unfortunately, she's just on a season with a lot of really fucking great drag artists. Yeah. And so, like, everything on this season, production value, um like casting like everything is just that inch better right and while i think her drag is amazing i don't think it's at the level of some of these other performers that we're looking at right so like i i love jade don't be surprised if she goes home in the next couple weeks that's all i'm gonna say i could see that yeah yeah like, I think once they, like, fish out the rest of the people that are, like, staying near the bottom consistently, mm-hmm. I think then once we get into the crop of the really good people, she would be the one to go. Yeah. I could see And that. I hope I'm wrong. I hope she doesn't exceptionally. Um, and the Boulets also talked about it in their little, like, a side moment before we get the actual judging. The I'm not a monster syndrome. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I just feel like there's something missing with Jade, and I don't necessarily know what it is. That's fair. So next is Coco. It's frustrating because I really like this. But I don't know who else I would have put in the bottom. I mean, that's fair. Like, and and I think it was Dolly that even says it. Like, everyone was on their A game. And it's not that she wasn't. She was just, like, on her A minus game, almost. Yeah. Like, but I do think this look is really, really good. Yeah, I have no complaints about it. 
it's just we're, we're episode three and we're already at the point in the season where everyone is good. Ah, Zavaleta. This was everything to me. This was exceptional. Yeah, I really enjoyed this look. I appreciated seeing some drag king energy out of Zavaleta. That really, that I wasn't expecting that at all. Yeah. Or not... Not necessarily king, but more of like gender fuck. Yeah. But ooh, I have one eye watering for absolutely no reason. So that's fun. Um, <laughs> I'm just so emotional over this Zavaleta look. I just, I really, really like it. Oh boy. Neck down, I love this Mary Cherry look. What the I'm fuck is going on on her face? This is so confusing. So in the boudoir, she said that she wanted to be a one-eyed, like, brothel owner. Is, like, the angle that she... Like, alien, one-eyed brothel person like mother of the brothel the makeup is just so sloppy like what is that like I understand it's supposed to be an eye but there's no pupil of her of her eye there's just, she just covered her, where her eyes actually are in black paint and then put two eyelashes on. Like, that's There's not a lot going on with eye. this one. But like I said, I like the dress. The dress is really I like the concept and I like the dress. Poorly executed? I think only the makeup is poorly executed. I think the look is actually really, really well done. That's fair. Yeah. Mm. What did you think of Saint? This is... It's okay for me. I'm not blown away. This creeps me out and not in a good way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that, that shot, like the zoom in on the face, for me, like I just, I wish she had put... I'd rather not. I wish she had put more attention into the makeup. This does look like a face kini. And it is, but like when you see the close-ups of her, like right there, the close-up of her face, I just wish like her actual face had had some like dots as well. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. I just... It's an interesting con... The what? What are, what are the thingies on the cow? The udders. That's what I was going for. Yeah. So last up is Sigourney. Does she look stunning? Yes. Absolutely. Does this give me weird Wild West? Not really. I was honestly genuinely surprised she was in the top. The makeup is a little... It might be this video. I don't think the body the body makeup was that bad. I just I'm waiting for her to give filth and horror. And I don't think she's done that yet. Do you think it's coming? I really hope so because I want her to go very far. Yeah. Um, and I kind of wish that the Boulets had taken this opportunity to be like, okay, three weeks in, you've shown drag, obviously, and you've shown glamour. Where's the filth? And where's the horror? Yeah. I like this look, but it's not the challenge. That's exactly how I feel. I think she looks fucking stunning, but it didn't necessarily meet the brief for me the way that everyone else did. Yeah. And I get that she's going, like, rodeo, like, rodeo sort of situation. But, yeah. So we find out that in the top we have Bitter Betty, Dolly, La Zabaleta, and Sigourney Beaver. And safe were Mary and Jade yet again. <laughs> Along with Hoso. For me, I think I would have switched Hoso and Sigourney. Okay. Um, I thought Hoso's look was better. But that's just me personally. Oh my god. Yeah. Ow. That hurt. Um, but again, Mary and Jade are safe. I'm sorry. I would have put Mary in the bottom. Huh. You know, for once, I don't think I would have. I think I would have put her low. But I don't actually think I would have put her in the bottom. Because I think looking at looking at Coco... 
with Coco and Saint. I do. Okay. As much as it pains me because I love them both. Um, I think it was correct. I think if you're looking at execution and like understanding of the assignment, I think Mary, as much as I didn't love the eye makeup, whatever she was trying to do with the eye, I liked, or I felt like she fit in the weird wild west more than Coco or Saint did. Okay. That's just where I'm at personally. Um, but yeah, I think that's what I would have done. What would you have done? You would have put Mary in the bottom, but who else would you have kept in the bottom? Unfortunately, Saint. Really? You would have taken Coco out of the bottom. Okay. Mm -hmm. I can respect that. I can definitely respect that. Um, but we do also find out uh, that Zava wins the challenge. And again, I'm not mad. I think it was justified. For me, I would have given it to Dolly. <laughs> it's funny because I would have probably did the same. And I swear I'm not like horribly biased. But I just think for me, the execution of Dolly's look was a little bit better than Zava, but again, I'm not mad at Zava's win because I thought their look was phenomenal. Right. Yeah. So, and we do unfortunately end up with a bottom two of Coco Kane and Saint, but plot twist, Jordan, everyone's doing the extermination. <laughs> How would you have done on the electronic bull? Oh, I would have, if I wasn't up for uh, extermination, I would have held on as long as I could, and the moment I got super dizzy, I would have jumped off. Because they are jumping, they are getting on a mechanical bull, which feels odd for an extermination, I'm not going to lie. Um... And friends of mine agreed. Okay. We were a little confused. Like, this doesn't seem... Like, the first two exterminations of the season were literally being buried alive and having to let leeches suck your blood. And this just seems a little tame compared to those two. You know what I mean? What would you have done... For an extermination. I know on both of the other Wild West challenges, they had to like eat like weird food. So I probably would have done a weird food challenge. Okay. I don't know though. Or maybe something, I don't know if you could actually really do something without like 
inflicting a lot of pain. But maybe something involving like barbed wire. Okay. This would have been Again, fun to see them like fight each other. There were nine it's of them. Similar, though, but like the, the jousting, yeah. But there's that's nine of them. Thing. Yeah. I love that Mary like couldn't even get on the bull. She was giving it her best effort and I loved it, but um, I do want to skip back though to the cauldron because we have a few interesting moments, uh, one emotional moment, but there's, we have a fight and it's Zava versus Mary again. Shocker. And, and then also now Zava versus Jade? Because Zava's like being kind of a bitch. Um, and Mary is like not having it. And then Jade is like saying like, you don't always have to be this way. Saint, or not Saint. Zava kind of snaps at Jade. And then Jade is like, you don't have to be rude to me. I've literally been nothing but nice to you. Like, you don't have to be mean to me. And then Zava's like, wow, is everyone in their feelings today? I'm like, no, you're just being a bitch. We're back to bitch mode. What I will appreciate about Zava is she's a bitch and acknowledges that she's a bitch. So in that regard, like, I can respect the hell out of that. Whereas with, like, Mary and her, like, bitchy moments, she doesn't really acknowledge it as such. Right. But... I don't know. Um, and then uh, the um, the moment in the cauldron with Saint and Coco was really emotional for me. They clearly got really close during filming, and like obviously, two black queens being in the bottom together is never ideal. Um, yeah. And Saint is like, I gotten to know you really well, and like regardless of which one of us stays. We need to fight for that spot in the top three because people need to see us. People need to acknowledge us. And then Mary is like, girls, in case you haven't noticed, I'm here too. And I'm like, yes, but you also like, for me, what I've seen on Mary's Instagram, she's not an alternative queen. And I don't know if people are going to be, like, mad that I said that. But, like, for me, she just doesn't feel like an alternative queen. Do you feel like Mary would be better suited in a drag race kind of situation? I think Mary would be a, the narrator of a season and make top four. Honest to God. Like, I feel like she would slay an acting challenge. She'd probably go in with, like, a similar sort of headspace to, like, Britta or like i'm trying to think of like the other like big new york girls like maybe a bob a bianca um right a thorgy like go in with like a lot of like really good comedic energy and do very very well mm -hmm. it just it feels and i've said this before and if i'm wrong someone correct me and i i don't like making these sort of assumptions but it feels like she's tried to get on drag race and then said, fuck it, I can adapt my drag to Dragula and applied for Dragula. 
That's honestly what it feels like. Either that, or it feels like she has some sort of blackmail situation with the Boulets. Which we have speculated. We have speculated. And again, I'm just thinking about her as a character on this television show and her performance on this television show, for me, has not been up to snuff. And unfortunately, we lose someone that I think was doing very, very well. And my computer died, so I can't bring up the uh, the banner to honor uh, our icon, legend, and star. But we lose Coco King. And I'm very upset about it. I'm not surprised in the slightest. Um, really not surprised about it. There she is, Coco. In what I will say, in four seasons, the foreshadowing was very, very strange and blatant <laughs> and didn't seem like something that the Boulets would do. Normally, but I will say in four seasons, I'd have to go back and look. I, I'm i 90% sure that this is in my top three favorite deaths of all time. This was, I, like, I didn't know where it was going. And when you see Coco on the spit as a roasted pig, obviously that's not her. And obviously it's like a body cast of her. But my jaw dropped. It was also like beautiful, like it was way. It was creepy and stunningly gorgeous at the same time. Like Easily one of my favorites. Yeah. It makes me think back to like all of the other death scenes that I really like. And the only ones that come to mind are meatballs. Um, I think of Erica Clash. Yes. In the elevator. I think of uh, um, Abhora. Or Abora and the melting. And I think of Louisiana Purchase with the apples, with the bottling for apples. Yeah. Those are like the ones I think of immediately. But I don't remember all, like, it's been a while since I watched the seasons. Yeah. Saints original death scene was pretty good too. She like went home, I think, on a vampire challenge and it was like a steak. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I really like I also love her, but I love Kendra's um the anthrax note. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a really good death, too. But The shower one was good, too. Who was that? I want to say it was Disasterina. <gasps> Disasterina! 
Serena! I hope they bring her in again because God, I love Disasterina. Oh God, she's one of my favorites. But that was a good one. With that, we lose our big tittied icon, Coco. Star. My favorite big tittied zombie hooker is gone. I didn't I genuinely didn't think she would go home this early. I didn't either, which means which has me thinking anyone could go at any moment. Yeah. I mean, I fear for Zavaletta cuz she just won the challenge and literally the past two challenge winners have been in the bottom the next week. So We'll see if that's a new curse for the season. But with that, thank you so much for joining us. We did it. We did it. We did it. Thank you so much for joining us for yet another episode of the Bully Brothers Dragula Season 4. Make sure to join us next Saturday at our normal time. Probably live. I think we'll be live this time. (laughs) Uh, I've had a lot of things on Saturdays recently. Uh, So this episode that you're watching is not live, obviously. But thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back. Make sure to check out all of our other content. Uh, Comments what you guys thought of the episode. Yes. Who Who should have won this? Who do you hate? Who should have won this challenge and why is it Dolly? I feel like I'm just going to end up saying that every week. But. With that, goodbye, Uglies. Goodbye, Uglies.